0: Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well,
1: nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Daddy, I love My mother thanks you If you can't say something oh. nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready to make myself. Hello Ryan and welcome to the to the podcast. So excited to have you here.
0: Thanks. Good afternoon, Liz.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to jump straight in because I do tend to waffle a little bit. So we're going to jump straight in and just, yeah, can you just introduce yourself and tell me who you are and your family, a little bit about yourself and your family?
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm going to try to remember to look at the camera. Yes, Yes. me too. Um, (laughs) um, My name is Ryan. Um, I live in... Uh, in the Auckland area, in an area called Fungaparoa, I have been in New Zealand for four years now with my wife, who is a school teacher, and my two children, who are now um, six, almost seven, and nine. Uh, my son is the younger one. My daughter is um, the nine-year-old. Right. Uh, so that's kind of...
1: And you've lived it's here. Kind of
0: where we are right now.
1: You've lived here. Uh, do you know what? I've just got to say before we start. I love how you pronounce Fongaporoa, because um, <laughs> I, I, the first time I ever heard about this, it was from a family who were from England and they, they just moved to that area and they were from Essex. Lovely people, but they had such a strong Essex accent, and they said, oh, we're living in Fongaporoa." You know, like, so it was quite it was one of those things that when you said it when i spoke to you on the phone and you said it it was yeah. just like oh that's so lovely the way you pronounce it, it's just so lovely
0: yeah yeah i've i've done a lot of work trying to get used to the the pronunciation of mouldy words yes um, yeah especially um we always talk about the the wh sound or the wh letters yep. making the f- sound which
1: it's Trust tricky. Me, if
0: you actually saw Fanga on a map, <laughs> you would not pronounce it that way.
1: No, you wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, no. so why did you choose to move to New Zealand?
0: Um, so um, early on in my my wife and I's uh, relationship, we knew we were going to think about moving over to the to the somewhere overseas, yeah. um, and we were kind of waiting for our kids to get school aged to get there, and um, so, um, yeah, I, I like to say 2016 happened. Um, so we we changed our timeline and said, let's just do it now. Um, <laughs> so after after looking around and my my wife saying, she said, look, we I got to go someplace that speaks English. Languages are not real great with her. Um, so we looked around and we said, well, I, I don't think we'll be able to handle the UK winters. Mm -hmm. Um, my wife's not sure about only having seven or eight hours of sun a day. Um, and then we looked around and we kind of settled on New Zealand or Australia and said, you know what, New Zealand just kind of reading about the politics and leading, reading about the country itself and all of the stuff that they do just said, I think that's a better fit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Very, very outdoorsy lifestyle so we said let's give that a go oh. um because I'd never been um so we just said yeah let's let's take it on faith and jump
1: right what What do you do for a job Ryan?
0: I'm in IT IT um, right. so I I test software uh, mostly um yeah yeah so there's a there's a really good it market now
1: right in New Zealand
0: so so it's got pretty solid
1: did you was it hard for you to get over here with it or did you get a job offer or what did you do
0: so um I won't say it was it was hard in the sense of once I got somebody to talk to me um, it wasn't too bad. It did take a long time for that. I mean, it, it took a lot of applications. Right. Um, I think I sent out something around 30 to 40 different applications and heard from almost no one. Um, it kind of took that moment of somebody had actually put their actual email address on the job listing. So instead of just applying, I emailed that person directly and said, look, here's my situation. I'm interested. Is it worth me checking it out? And, and, and they called me back,
1: Yes, you know, or they, they wrote me
0: back. And then we started calling. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Don't you just find that's the way though in New Zealand? It's like, you, if you go that extra mile, that extra step and go, do you know what? I'm just going to contact this person. That's what we did. And it's like, and you get results. It's like.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, my, my wife and I do joke about that because she's done it a couple of times with various positions that she's had, um, is that. New Zealanders want to hear your story. They don't, they want, don't want to see you as a piece of paper. They want to see you as a human being. And, um, you know, that's why stuff like cover letters and those emails and all that kind of stuff matters Yeah, uh, because it says, who am I as a human being? Yeah. And, um, I find that quite fascinating.
1: Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Right. So you get to, so how long did it take? I've got to be, I've got to make sure because I'm just dying to know your story so much, but I know (laughs) I want to get to the point about the Auckland area, but just how long, how long did it take from thinking, right, I want to move to New Zealand to actually get in over here. How long did that take from getting off the plane?
0: Um, I got to say probably from the first email I sent to that person. Um, if you're talking about the pre-pep, it probably took me a good month or so before I even got somebody to talk to me. Um so that that one was probably I wanna say about six months.
1: Really? For us. Six months. Yeah. That's quick, isn't um,
0: it? It was, it was, and we kept thinking it was taking forever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: just because we had to do some stuff with, you know, they go through all the medicals and all that kind of stuff. And I had to get a couple extra little tests, you know, um, and we just kept thinking, oh, my goodness, they're never going to hold the job for me. They're never going to uh, hold this job for yeah, me, you know. Yeah. Um, but they did. You uh, know, they they sent me over the contract, um, which is, you know, something we're not used to in the States is actually, you know, having a contract to sign. Um but from that time, I think it was probably four or five months from the time they actually said they wanted to hire me and sent me the contract.
1: Right. Okay. So you you so the business the company I take it was in Auckland.
0: Yes. Yep. It's It's in an area called the North Shore. It's it's a little bit north of the Harbour Bridge um, that goes into Auckland from the north, um, in a, in an area called Albany.
1: Right.
0: And so. Um, so, yeah, I got, got the job there and just kind of looked around and, and said, okay, guess we're moving to Auckland.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where do we
0: want to live? Right, yeah. You know, okay. That kind of thing.
1: So uh, just that, because I'm nosy, Parker, did you ever think, well, I'll just take the job and then maybe go and live somewhere else in New Zealand? Or were you always thinking, no, Auckland's going to be the place where we're going to live?
0: Um, I, I think not knowing New Zealand very well. And not knowing where the markets and such were for an IT person, you have to look at where the jobs are. Right. You know, that's kind of your right. first and foremost, yeah. I, I got to find a place to work. Yeah. Um, and so you look in the Auckland area and there's a lot of positions. Right. Um, now, again, the, the wife being a school teacher, she can live just about anywhere. Yeah. Um, so occasionally, I guess we, we sort of consider the option of going somewhere else, but um, we're, we're kind of settled and we like where we are. Right. Um, uh, you know, so
1: we're going to talk yeah. about where you are in just a minute, but first of all, tell me when you arrived in Auckland, what was your initial thoughts when you were, when, you know, cause you've never been to New Zealand before. So what happened when you got off the plane and you'd been here a few days, what did you think? Was it like what you expected or?
0: Yeah, I, I, I think we weren't sure what to expect. I mean, we were just in such a, a haze. Um, I remember we, we were kind of driving around and looking around, especially trying to figure out where we're going to live. Um, there was this this great feeling of what we call the same but different. Yeah. Um, so everything is is very similar in that kind of, we all come from the UK originally, right? Um, so there's a lot of kind of similarities. <laughs> Um, there's, there's a lot of that, that, that Westernized feel, right. So you can look around and go, okay, this kind of feels like what I'm used to seeing. Um, but there were a lot of very subtle differences that you start realizing as you spend time, um, whether it's just attitudes of people or Mm -hmm. whether it's just, um, Things here are are slightly more like stores are slightly more specialized, let's say, than what I'm used to in the U.S. and those kind of little things where you just kind of get used to, you know, foods. Stuff is similar but different, you know just just a lot of interesting moments like that.
1: I really love what you said about the same but different because that sort of sums it up, doesn't it? When people people say to you, they're like, "Oh, so what's it like? You know, compared to the U.K. or what's it like?" It's so difficult, isn't it? Because you just, you have to be in New Zealand. I think just to appreciate, like you say, everything, the people, the attitude, the pace of life, it just all goes into it, doesn't it? It's just,
0: you have to be in New Zealand. I remember one of the the biggest things for me when meeting new people was the striking realization for me that nobody asked me what I did for a living.
1: No, I know. I love that. Except me, I'll ask you because I'm nosy.
0: (laughs) Sure, sure. So what do you do? Yeah, I I, I think once you're having a conversation, it eventually comes up more organically, Mm. right? Where you just kind of start talking about where you spend your time and it's, oh, I work here. Um, But it's very, you know, in the States when you're meeting new people, it is very similar. um, To just kind of say, oh, so what do you do? Right, Yeah. Yeah. You meet you you meet new parents at schools and you're like, Oh, I'm so and so's dad. Okay, great. What do you do for a living? Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's the icebreaker. Um and here it's not. No. You know, people just start chatting away about whatever yeah you know usually whatever you're dealing with at the time
1: but we've said this we've said this before you've got to be careful there because you're talking to someone they're all like dressed scruffy or something and you're like because they don't tell you what they do and then you you, they walk away and then someone goes oh yeah do you know he owns like half of New Plymouth or something you know oh
0: yeah 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 and people don't at least as as a whole i mean you'll you'll probably see it more in the auckland area than you would in those areas where um yeah how you dress and and how you present yourself isn't necessarily um doesn't necessarily say what you do for a living yes. you know yep. um, a lot of the people i work with in it you would you'd never know you'd be like oh is that person a tradie you yeah. know cuz they're just <laughs> dressed in their shorts and they're doing you yeah. know um yeah, yeah so it's very different and and people don't People don't make a lot of assumptions based no, on work,
1: No. which well, is very nice. Well, Brian's a tradie and he wears a suit every day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just goes to show you, right? <laughs> I'm only
1: kidding. <laughs> right. Listen, so you- not surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> gets up, puts his little tie on. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So <laughs> you, you live in the Fongoparoa area. Can you tell yes. us a little bit more about that, what, where it is in relation to Auckland, how long it takes to get to CBD Sure.
0: Sure, sure. Um, So um, the fungo Peninsula is north um, of Auckland. It's kind of still technically, I guess, within the Auckland Bay, call it what you will. Um, So if you go up the the bridge and just keep going north a bit, like I said, there's the Albany area and then you keep going and there's a little peninsula that shoots out. And most people know of it um, as having Shakespeare Park which is at the end of the street next to, um, the, the army training center, which I know you wanted to ask about. Yes, I do. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll get to that, uh, but it's, it's just, it's just this little peninsula with lots of nice little areas. Um, it's called the hibiscus coast. And I typically, when I go to work in the CBD, I take, there's a ferry. So I just take the boat in,
1: oh, um, lovely. it's about, it's lovely. about an hour
0: to get in. I think it's 50 minutes um who cares yeah, you're on yeah, a boat great oh. I know it's fantastic and there's no stops with this ferry oh, so lovely. you can you can like oh I just need a nap you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just lay back and you take a nap you can read your books you can do whatever you want to so it's it's really nice from that that perspective. sounds perfect um, yeah it's been great and then from there I'll just walk to wherever my office is right um is it, a, it is it
1: it's, is it a posh area Fungaparoa is it posh Would you say no, no, no,
0: no. no. Um, at least that hasn't been my experience. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Um, for the most part, what you're looking at is I joke, I live in what's called Gulf Harbor, which is at the very end of the peninsula. And it's pretty much just, um, immigrants and retirees. Right. Um, so you'll find, you'll find a lot of, a lot of people up here just of very diverse backgrounds, um, which, which is pretty fascinating. Um, But for the most part, I think the, you know, the peninsula has its, has its mix, but it's a lot of old batches and stuff. Mm. So you're not talking about a lot of big, big, fancy houses or anything like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've got to ask you, because we've got a private New Zealand community and one of the girls in that community, she's thinking of, she wants to live in Fongaparoa. And she said, could you just ask Ryan about the army base that is in (laughs) Fongaparoa? And, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Spill so the beans, Ryan. I, I, yeah, it's not really a base. Um, so that's first thing I'll say there. It's it's just kind of a training facility. Um, you very rarely will see um, anything resembling army, um, just because you know I, I I still joke about the New Zealand army isn't quite isn't a massive thing. No, um, it's it's a it's a valued thing, but it's I mean, you know, we're the equivalent of a state. Size, like a US, one US state. It's about that size and population. Um, so you got to think about what that would equate to when you're looking at a military. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's just a little training facility at the end of the peninsula. It's actually right next to Shakespeare Park, where a lot of people go. Um, when you when you drive down the road, it you kind of come to the end of the road, and on the left is a beach that a bunch of people go to on the right is Shakespeare park, which is this big, beautiful area that Mm. also has a little beach, but it's also got like a bird sanctuary and a bunch of stuff like that. And then straight ahead is the army training facility. So it's, you know, nobody really pays attention. There's, you know, occasionally there's like a guard or somebody standing at one of those big you know, lifting arms. Yeah. It's, it's very informal.
1: I think she's probably imagining so. the same as me, like, you know, like high walls with barbed wire wrapped around and people with yeah. guns stood there, like, you know, it's just.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's none of that. No. <laughs> so, All right. Okay. We've got uh, that sorted yeah, yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so you say that you take the boat in, so you're what, 45 minutes, 50 minutes from, out- are you about 50 K from CBD? Um,
0: I think so. Yeah. If, if we drive in, um, I, I think if, if you're talking about uh, not too much traffic, you know, which I know will be a question. With Without traffic, we can probably be in the CBD in less than an hour. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking an hour ish. Um, and quite honestly, probably 20 to 25 minutes of that is just getting off the peninsula. Um, just because that's the the peninsula has one road going in and off. Oh, okay. It's a peninsula. Yep, yep. And I live at the end of it. Silly boy. Um, <laughs> I, I know, but again, I take the boat. So what do I care? Yes. Um, that's where the boat is. <laughs> so it's a two minute drive for me. Uh, yeah. So so that's where. Um, so that's about how long it would take to get to the CBD right. if I were driving on a on a good day. Because
1: I, I we made this podcast once and we we said. we're like things you'll never see in New Zealand. You'll never see a five hour traffic jam. And so many people contacted us and said, well, you've never lived in Auckland, you know? And it's like, Oh, okay. Is it as bad as they say it is? I,
0: I, I can't say that's never happened, but can any city say that's never happened? Right. Um, I, I think typical you're talking about if I was if I was driving in the city, like I said, it would probably be an hour without traffic. During peak times, it would probably take me two, <laughs>
1: Right.
0: Um, yeah. you know, two to two and a half, depending on where I'm going. And I hear from from the south side of Auckland is no better. Um, so it's, you know, uh, when you think about the way that the city is set up and shaped, there's a lot of water on one side. right? Yeah, yeah. So there is a lot of there's only so many ways to get in. Um, so it can be pretty bad if you're trying to drive. Um, I usually tell people don't bother. No. Um, because, you know... Is
1: there good public transport?
0: There is. Yeah. There is. I find the busing system's really good. Um, a lot of... There's, there's a lot of bus lanes and a lot of those kind of things that allow kind of nice and, and easy movement through mm. if you're on the buses there's bike lanes and they've you know um I think from the south side and I'm not quite sure about the other side there's there's trains that run right um so you do get kind of a there's a lot of options yeah um I know people that bike just about everywhere so yeah
1: because yeah, I would is it is it pretty because in new well where it, it I'm not going to say it's not flat in New Plymouth but I would have. I wouldn't make it to New Plymouth from my house if I was biking. So, it's got. Yeah. You know, it's. I would imagine it's got to be pretty flat to be able to bike from.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you 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 have some interesting hills um, in the Auckland area, but some people I think they just deal with it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna pause for two seconds.
1: Okay.
0: Yes, child. <laughs> I have my child here, Aww. so he needs he has a question. I can't. I can't say the question. When, when you're at, on the computer, sorry. He gets nervous around people he doesn't know. We got to, just pretend they're not here. What's the question? No. I need you to, okay, well then you got to go to your room and finish your, your snack time, okay? But I don't know if I can, have, do I have to have snack downstairs or upstairs? Eat it downstairs. Okay, well, I'll take it downstairs. Okay. Sorry about
1: that. (laughs) It's a very important
0: question. It's a very important question. Yes. Where can I eat my snack? Um,
1: (laughs) If if only, can you imagine if that's all you had to worry about in life? It's like, excuse me, me, Brian, where can I go and eat my sandwich?
0: (laughs) Yes, that would be
1: nice.
0: All right. So, Ryan. We'll leave the quiet pause for a second for editing purposes
1: all right guys <laughs> i'm glad you did that cuz brian would be really grateful about that right yes. so people this is what people say this is what i hear a lot and this is why i wanted to do this episode because i hear okay. so many people saying oh yeah why would you want to live in auckland it's so expensive it's so busy and you know i'm i am i am speaking as a tourist here but whenever i go to auckland i you know i i love it and i love all the surrounding areas and the beaches and the bush you know it's just i think people get the wrong i don't say they get the wrong idea because I don't want to upset all the Auckland you know the people who (laughs) are such a touchy subject but tell me why if you know if I would have to spend an hour commuting to Auckland tell me what would make that worth it what you know what, what what makes you stay in Auckland why do you love it so much
0: yeah yeah and and you know there there is that perception especially among I think it's it's especially among New Zealanders Right. There is New Zealand and there is Auckland, like <laughs> even amongst the people. That's that's their perspective. Um, and I think it is just um, from kind of the Kiwi standpoint. It's a big city, right? It's a yeah. really big city and yeah. it feels like a big city. Um, as an American, it just feels like a big city, you know, from that perspective. Um, I find It's, it's not as expensive as people thought it would be. Mm. Um, as, um, I find that most of your standard kind of costs of living aren't significantly higher. Your, your biggest expense is going to be housing. Um, but that's, that is New Zealand wide. Housing is always going to be expensive. No matter where you live, just expect it to, to take a good percentage of your paycheck. Right. Um, and the average house in in Auckland, I think, is somewhere around one point one million right now. Um, so it's is, not is cheap. that though in from the that. CBD?
1: Is that do you, do you, when you say that? Because
0: uh, yeah, the, the the problem is you do have these areas with ridiculously expensive houses, yeah. so that does affect your average. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, up here on the peninsula, it's not going to cost as much, you know, um, because I think a lot of a lot of New Zealanders don't like to commute. Right. You know, yeah. and, and some of us that are used to it.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's, it's
0: it's not as bad.
1: Maybe that's what it is. I think you've got a really yeah. good point there because we lived in Bath in the UK and to take my son to school, we lived in, the, you know, in on the outs, like two miles from the city centre. But to get my son to school could take us 40 minutes sometimes, like, you know. Oh, yeah. So maybe, yeah, that's a really good point. So I wonder if that's why, yeah. because we don't think, yeah, I mean, I do now because I've been in New Zealand for 12 years. Sure. But yeah, that's a really good point.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you'll, you'll find a lot of people, uh, I'll talk to friends that live, at the end of the peninsula is, there's Oriwa and Silverdale. Um are kind of two of the little townish areas. And there are definitely people that kind of go, like, you live all the way in yeah. Gulf Harbor? Yeah. Like, it's 20 minutes, yeah. you know. <laughs> so to me, it's like, it's what what? Um, you know, so there is there is some of that perception. Um, but you know, again, if you're buying a house and those kind of things, it, you can kind of expect that to be expensive and Mm. that's going to, that's going to be a reality, but otherwise, most of the other cost of living stuff from, from my lifestyle of living as, you know, a family, two kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, it's not, aside from housing, it's not a huge expense difference. Mm. Um, but I find in this, this area, there's, there's some really good stuff when it comes to because it's the largest city you're talking about the most diverse city yeah um so you've got lots of good there's lots of different people and lots of different perspectives of life which i prefer um but there's also lots of great places to eat and there's lots of you know that kind of culture side of things there's always there's always some sort of event going on in the weekends that you can Mm. usually see there's some sort of thing going on. Um, So that's kind of nice, especially with kids and everything. Um, And I always, uh, one thing I, I really like is the weather up here.
1: I was going to say about Um, the weather. Yeah. Is it warm? Yeah.
0: I, Yeah, I don't know how you guys how it is. You're not so far away. Well, since you're on the west coast, it makes a big difference. Um, Which is which is something people need to not underestimate when it comes to New Zealand. Where you live can have wholly different weather patterns. Yeah, yeah. When I found out the South Island is both hotter in the summer and colder in the winter. It, it it kind of broke my head to to be like, but it's it's like near Antarctica, so should it just be colder? Know.
1: I'm glad you um, said that because you're intelligent. Yeah. You're in IT, and even you don't know. So.
0: It's so weird, and and once I learned why, I kind of understood how the weather patterns happen. So, but it's still, you know, you just have that moment of going that why does that make sense? Um,
1: so the weather, you like the so, weather.
0: Yes, yeah. so it's mild. We almost uh, never see snow. I mean, y- you can know this. There's one place on the North Island that gets snow, and that's because it's a really tall mountain. Um,
1: and where where is that? And,
0: and that's <laughs> uh, <yeah>. fucker Papa, <laughs> right? Um, yes, but so, guess so, what?
1: I'm sitting in Taranaki right now, and I'm looking out of my window at a mountain with snow on it. So you can just really? add us, yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So they ski on the, on Mount Taranaki, they ski on it. I mean, you have to be really hardcore. It's not like your, your you average, like, you know, proper ski, la la yeah. la la la. Like, you know, it's hard. It's for hardcore people, but yeah, you can ski, you can ski from okay, so on there's, there's
0: two places. Yes. Be, no, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's one ski slope. How's that? You know, yeah. it's a, you know, major yeah, one at least. The no, weather, the weather would yeah, be. Yeah. Weather's nice. So, I mean, it's it's wintertime. I'm in short sleeves. I have no heat on in my house. Um, just because you know, and and for those in the northern hemisphere, it's the equivalent of, you know, mid December. Yeah, let's just yeah. say. Yeah. Um but the sun is is the biggest difference in the world in this country because you know, people Um, for those of us that have been around long enough to remember like the hole in the ozone layer thing that still exists is over New Zealand. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, if you have a nice sunny day, you know, your house is still warm. Mm.
1: Mm. How how are your kids, how are your kids liking it up there?
0: Uh, kids love it. Do they? Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you the number of times that my daughter still says to me, um, Daddy, I'm so glad we came here,
1: Aww. you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's and, nice. And, and she loves the fact that she goes to school and year round, they play outside mm. several times a day um, in the States. Recess is iffy as to whether or not it exists in a lot of schools <laughs> nowadays. Um, but they spend a lot of time outside and, Again, in wintertime, you'll see kids running around barefoot mm. with no jumpers on, you know, they don't, you know, it's, it's just not as necessary. Mm. I mean, we, we still get some cold days and everything, but it's not, just that it's nowhere mildness. near. Yeah. Some mm. of the places I lived in the U.S.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, I was thinking about you the other day, because I thought I'm going to ask you this because basically it was Tessa's birthday a couple of days. Well, it was a couple of days ago. So 10th of June, she had her birthday. And on the 1st of June, I went into the local record shop in New Plymouth and I said, can I order this album? Right. (laughs) Because she's into putting album covers on her wall and it was like this really out there album. And I thought, yeah, she'll love that. So I went in and I said, can I order it? And he's like, yeah, it'll come down from Auckland. And I went, yeah, okay." So it was the 1st of June. He had 10 days notice. and I'm like, so will it be here for, (laughs) will it be here for a birthday? Mm-mm. 9th of June mm-hmm. I go in there and I'm like is it here yet and he said like, no no it hasn't come yet and I just thought sometimes I would like to live in a big city where I can just go yeah. and get what I want you know it's just rather than oh, having to yes
0: yes the shop there's the yeah yeah um one thing people have to understand about living in New Zealand is don't expect anything fast <laughs> And that, um, that's,
1: that's charming and, and frustrating at the same time it, sometimes. It
0: is. It's great. Um, Auckland, you're more likely to get it quicker. Right. Um, there's more likely to be a shop that has those slightly more specialty items, um, at least in, you know, I've spent some time in, in lots of little towns around and I just, you know, I'll drive through a town and go, how do you get this thing, whatever you know, just some small thing that you need once in a blue moon or you just, you go like, Oh, where's, where's the local like hardware store? You know, where can I go? And it's, Oh, well you gotta go like two towns over is the Mitre 10, you know, or something like that. So yeah, it's, it's nice to just be able to to be in Auckland and go, okay. Um, even where I am, I can find stuff within like 45 minutes. Mm. Um, And that's, again, most of the time, it's because it takes me 25 minutes to get off the peninsula. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, if you're in Auckland proper, there's, yeah, there's stores for everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. You've just got that variety, haven't you? And I suppose that was so attractive to some people. It's like you say, it's just, yeah, it it would have been attractive to me, I'll tell you what, last week, because (laughs) she got a box of chocolates instead for her birthday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was going to get you. Just hang a tissue up on your wall. (laughs) So tell me, and we'll literally. But tell me, because New Plymouth. I'm talking about New Plymouth, Taranaki. If you walk down the street in New Plymouth, everyone just it feels like a friend, a very friendly city. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of the city, but it does it feels friendly. Does that feel the same in Auckland? Just because I always think you know are people. The I know it's a lot bigger, and it's probably not going to be the same, but. You know, or where you live, does it have, can you still have that community feel? Because that's so attractive to people, isn't it? You know, just to.
0: I, I think so. Um, I, I know, especially where I am, I mean, this is, uh, we're all coasties, you know, I mean, that's mm. what we refer to, you know, oh. it's everybody that lives on the Hibiscus Coast. Um, but I've been in lots of areas where, you know, you still see that. I know I walk to work from the ferry terminal and it usually takes me about 25 minutes or so to walk right. um just because i work in it so i don't get enough exercise <laughs> um so i do the walk and i'll see other people on bikes and and walking as well and people still smile and say oh. good morning and that kind of stuff That's, and that's nice. i mean that's in the cbd that's nice uh, yeah I, and and i'm sure it's probably just like most cities um, where it, it, it's gonna depend on where you are and mm. there's different areas that um, are probably still fine, but that doesn't mean everybody feels comfortable in them or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I've lived in major cities, so it doesn't bother me that much. Um, but I do like how even I, I think it's just a it, it's just like a New Zealand thing where people are just a little more, hey, yeah how you going, yeah. you know, just, just, you know, that kind of good morning, I'll greet you, you know, I won't stop you and talk to you if you're walking to work or whatever. But, you know, if, if I can't tell you the number of conversations I strike up just walking around. because you're a Chatterbox. I am, I am. I, I, I was definitely given the gift of blarney. Um, <laughs> so,
1: have, you ever, of Irish roots. have you ever thought, I, have you ever thought, Mm, we made a mistake. I want to go back to America.
0: I I want to say yes because if friends of mine watch this video, but the reality is no. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Mum and Dad. <laughs> I know. I know. It's I know, it's it's, it's, hard. it's hard to to say this, but I know. Um, I know. I got myself a little bit in trouble the first time we visited the states after we moved here, and it was very much just like. Yeah, things are better. I'm just, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I would just enough. talk about that. And I feel this way four years on. Yeah. Um, especially I think as a dad and um you know, just the, the stuff that kids can do here that people would be very hesitant to in the States. Yeah. Um whether it's just stuff like um I know my my daughter took um, first term, she took sailing lessons up here. Mm. You know, and it was, you know, wasn't too expensive. And you're just yeah. like, oh, look at this! Yeah. I can, I can take the. And the very first lesson, they threw her on one of those little one person sailboats <laughs> and just said, "Go." How old is she? And nine. <laughs> and she finished this class, and she came in. and She was, daddy. Daddy, they let me go out by myself. Aww. I got to decide where I go, and and there was a class of fifteen or twenty of these kids all doing this. And you're going, this is insane. Yep. They would never do this in the US, um, but everybody's fine, yeah. you know. And and so you do get more of that type of thing.
1: Yeah, and you know what I love as well, though, Ryan, is that in the UK, if you were in, if you were said to if you said, oh, my child goes to sailing club. Oh, you'd have to be a millionaire i reckon <laughs> but here oh, yeah. it is just the same as because i know cuz they do it down at the port there and it's just yeah it's just uh, you know i think it's like 20 dollars a lesson or something yeah something
0: brilliant something ridiculous like yeah. that you going, how is that possible um but i think you know it's yeah it's it's very very true when i thought the same thing
1: yeah you know yeah.
0: when my my mother-in-law was like oh i think I'm gonna get Millie sailing lessons, and Mois like, oh, that's a great idea. And I was like, sailing? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, do I have to buy a boat? I can't. <laughs> exactly. I can't do, you know, um, yeah. And so it's like, oh no, they do all that, and it's it's it, yeah, it's it's no different than like taking swimming lessons yeah. or um, like my my son does theater and stuff, and it's you know, it's not significantly different. Yeah. It's you know, living on a peninsula, living near so many beaches and so many you know, opportunities to get in the water. It's just something they do.
1: Yeah. And that's what I wanted to ask you. I'm going to let you go, but I just want to ask you one more thing is like, I'm talking about living in Taranaki here. I feel as if we can go in the country, you know, in the bush and to beaches and there won't be anyone there and you can just escape. Do you have that same access? Do you have access to that living where you do in the Auckland area?
0: Absolutely. Um, there there are plenty um There are plenty of opportunities for this. I mean, it's, there are so many beaches Mm. in New Zealand and there's so many, and and we're not even talking about um, like massive major beaches. A lot of them are are relatively small, but because of that, people are just spread out and you get more of that kind of, you'll find that there'll be the more busy popular beaches for whatever reason, maybe it's just a more congested area, but you can very easily go and say, I'm just going to go to the next beach up where there's three people and a dog, you know, and you just look around going, how is this even possible? You know, that, you know, because going to the beach in the the United States, unless it's dead of winter, there's people and there's people everywhere.
1: Yeah. Same as the UK. Um,
0: yeah, and I don't think I've ever experienced a really busy beach. Um,
1: no, I don't think I have actually. I'm just trying to think. No, it.
0: no, I mean, there are a couple of times where I go, wow, this feels like a lot of people, but then it's, it feels like a lot of people for New Zealand.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, that's always how I'm, you know, it's like, oh, I have to remember I'm getting so adjusted to I the know, lifestyle here. <laughs> it's, that it's so just, true. Yeah,
1: it's so true. Yeah, you're
0: just like, oh, it feels like, it feels like a lot of people. Yeah. What's oh, all these people doing here? Six, yeah, there's six people and two dogs. Yeah. You know, that's, that's... So like, oh, so busy. Yeah.
1: I'm just so glad that you said that because I think that from talking to you, I get the impression that... You, you can have both, you know, you can have the jobs because what what it is, is people are getting worried because they're coming over and the only jobs they can get are in Auckland. And they've heard all these horror stories, basically, of like, they're not going to be able to afford to live. They're not going to, you know, it's going to be so busy. They're going to spend all the time in the car. And and I just I, from talking to you is I think, like you say, if you're willing to go out you know 40 minutes 50 minutes even an hour because that, that's what we'd do we'd be exactly the same we'd be like well yeah if we want to live there then we're gonna you're gonna have to sacrifice something and that that something might be an hour in the car what might it or on a boat if yeah. you're lucky Yeah, and,
0: and and I think the big thing is to remember that post covid especially at this point there are so many jobs that are at least part-time remote yeah
1: um, that's a good point. that
0: there's a whole lot of people um when we Cause for those of us outside of, for those people outside of New Zealand, we had some pretty extreme lockdown when we first started. Right. Right. Um, I mean, it was like, you were homebound. So I think very quickly companies realized that they can still get stuff done and you can still work remotely. And there's um, the, the, the company that I was working for um they actually just changed their policy to say, oh, fine. Anybody can work from home as much as you want.
1: Because
0: mm. they just went, you know what? We don't care. They they onboarded and hired so many people during lockdowns that they said, well, if we can get a new person in, people that have been here a while, who cares? You know? Oh,
1: fantastic. Um,
0: yeah. So you definitely see a lot more of that now. So even if you are a little further out, you can say to yourself, uh, you know, just talk to the company and say, what's your, what's your remote policy?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and you'll find a lot of them will, you know, they may go, oh, two days a week from home or something, but yeah. that's two fewer days where you don't have to drive in the office. Yeah. And so it, it takes away a lot of that kind of ugh, <laughs> moments of saying it's a big city. It's going to be a commute. Mm.
1: Oh, thank you, Ryan. And you know what? And yeah. I know we want to do another podcast together, don't we? Because <laughs> yes. you are you, uh, you on the financials. Yes, shows. on the financials. Americans. And I've got this really good story to tell you about this house in um, that I, I was googling in a place called um, Puhoi. I think it is. Kuhoy? Oh, yeah. Kuhoy yeah. D- yeah. is lovely. Yes. And, well, I'll just tell you anyway. But anyway, so I was Googling it because I thought, okay, if I wanted to be an hour outside Auckland, what could I get? And there was a house to rent. I am not joking, Ryan. It was gorgeous absolutely gorgeous it's set in like 10 acres of bush it's 600 dollars a week which okay i know you know is not cheap but to be honest you when we rented our house when we went traveling we were charging 650 700 i think we were charging for us not was we? 650 and so it's like you know you just think you could it's not extortionate when I looked today I was thinking is this a is this yeah. a typing error like you know is it 1,600 because it's a massive house like I say in the middle of of, of this gorgeous bush and and when I yeah. pressed the little commute button because on Trade Me now they've got this fab little thing where you can oh yeah yeah do. yeah and, and when I pressed it and I put in um Auckland Hospital because I didn't know anywhere else in Auckland so I was like oh yeah I work <laughs> I work in Auckland Hospital <laughs> and it was like it's going to take you an hour on the bus and it's like well is that it like you know which to us like you say if that's what you want to do it's fine you know yeah Yeah,
0: especially especially if you don't mind that to to kind of read and and relax on a on a you know I find the public transport easy to deal with yeah
1: yeah Um,
0: and this coming from somebody who never used public transport I, I the first time I got on the bus in Auckland was very much going like how do I do this? (laughs) I mean, it's just because in the States you hardly ever, you know, at least where I lived, there was never a whole lot of that kind of opportunity. Um, so, but here I, I I know a lot of people that use public transport to get back and forth to work Mm. every day.
1: Right. So if you have uh, an influx of loads of Brits and Americans coming to Fongaparoa, it's all down to you then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's, little- it's okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't notice except for the American accents. I don't hear a whole lot of American accents. So it, it would throw me off to be like, wait, wait,
1: wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do that
0: every once in a while.
1: I just want to say thank you so much for just joining me and just sh- you know showing a light on Auckland that I didn't know about and yeah. just exploring that topic with you. It's been absolutely wonderful. And do you promise that you'll oh, do another podcast with me and and talk about like the money and the mortgages and I, I'm really yes. I'm really keen to know about wages and cost of living and things like that and just
0: yeah yeah I'm sure insurance. that's that's a big stickler. Um, I know you and I kind of talked about some of that when it comes to americans and dealing with the money side of things so we've got some good stories okay yes yes i'd be i'd be happy to go through all of that okay Um, because it's not nearly as bad as you think if you're an american (laughs) watching this right now all right
1: okay ryan thank you so much
0: all right thanks okay see you soon cheers
1: bye thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast we have loved having you here itsadrama.com alright guys enjoy the rest of your day and we will see
0: you next week for another podcast
1: look forward to it Bye 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 bye